as we stand on the cusp of a new year, it's never too late to start thinking and picking ETFs that can help us reach financial freedom. I'm going to be listing off various ETFs that will each play different roles in one's portfolio, and these are long-term in nature. So no owning them for one year, then crying that you're not a millionaire. The vast majority of millionaires, they accumulate wealth over time through a combination of earning income, saving money, and making prudent financial decisions. Let's start off with an industry that's already booming and should continue to do so for decades, the semiconductor industry. Semiconductors are tiny chips made of special materials that control the flow of electricity. Semiconductors play a crucial role in the biggest buzzword of the year, artificial intelligence. AI involves the creation of computer systems that can perform tasks that typically require human intelligence, such as understanding natural language, recognizing patterns, and making decisions. Semiconductors are the backbone of the hardware that powers AI systems. Semiconductors will be the cornerstone of technology for years to come, so why not have a semiconductor ETF in your portfolio like SOXQ? To my fellow auditors out there, just be glad it's not more SOX testing. So Invesco's PHLX, I don't know if that's an acronym for FLEX, this semiconductor ETF is based on the PHLX Flex Semiconductor Sector Index. This is going to be 30 critical companies engaged in the manufacturing of semiconductors, the research of semiconductors, the design of semiconductors, testing, production, and distribution. Essentially, anything that touches semiconductors in any way this ETF has got you covered. If we go to their portfolio holdings, we can see they own great companies like Intel, AMD, Broadcom, Texas Instruments, NVIDIA. I'm sure you've heard of that one. It's only up like 220% this year. Reached a trillion dollar market cap. Qualcomm, KLA, Micron, ASML, Taiwan Semiconductor. There might be a war fought soon enough over this company. That's how valuable it is to the world. Having these wonderful companies has allowed this ETF to rise 49% for the year. That's two times the S&P 500 return. The fund somehow only has $160 million in assets under management, but I'm sure that will pick up when people realize how much money there is to be made in this sector. The expense ratio is super cheap at just 19 basis points. That's even less than the triple Qs and you get paid quarterly dividends of just under 1%. Obviously, ETFs like this, you buy for the growth. We set it and we forget it, but if you want dividends, I got a three-headed monster for you. We have the dividend ETF machine consisting of Charles Schwab's SCHD, iShares Degrow, and Vanguard's VYM. These are all fantastic ways to get a stream of income from a well-diversified ETF. These all not only put money in your pocket via dividends, but also give you a chance at capital appreciation over the years by just simply owning them. Companies that consistently pay dividends often have stable cash flows and a strong history of financial strength. Let's get into a little bit more detail with this comparison chart that I made. So we have our three different funds operated by Vanguard, Charles Schwab, and iShares, which is owned by BlackRock. Great company. So if we go just based off dividend yield, we can see VYM has a 3.11% yield, SCHD at 3.58, and then Degrow is at the lowest at 2.45%. 
However, don't just pick the ETF with the highest starting yield. That's a really common mistake that beginners make. Instead, we have to look at the indexes that they follow and their criteria to be in their funds. That's actually what's gonna matter more in the future. That's what's gonna directly impact the dividend growth rate. This is the true secret to dividend investing is having that dividend grow over time. SCHD is the clear winner here. A 13.69% five-year CAGR, that is just incredible. Imagine getting a double-digit raise like that at your job every single year. VYM has a 5.6% five-year CAGR and then DGrow at 9.66, so just under 10%. SCHD and DGrow have an amazing five-year CAGR growth rate. VYM at 5.6%, that's about average. I would say anything over 7% is generally pretty good. The number of holdings is also important to make sure we're diversified. VYM and DGrow both own well over 400 companies. Don't have to worry about not being diversified. In different sectors, you're gonna be good. SEHD, I'd say 104 different companies, you're still gonna be pretty diversified. And of course, the index, which is super important. This is what these funds are gonna be tracking and rebalancing each year too. So VYM, they follow the FTSC High Dividend Yield Index. SEHD, they follow the Dow Jones US Dividend 100 Index. And then DGrow, they follow the Morningstar US Dividend Growth Index. So each of these funds is gonna periodically be rebalancing their portfolio just to make sure that their companies are still firing on all cylinders. You don't need to babysit these investments. That's what makes ETFs so awesome. The fund manager is doing all the work for you. These indexes all have different criteria, but generally they have factors that you would look for anyway when doing your own research for your own investment, such as looking at a company's history of paying dividends, financial ratios to make sure the company's healthy, their earnings per share growth, and of course that dividend yield. Generally, the less actively managed a fund is, the better it actually does over a long period of time. Counterintuitive, I know, but statistically that is true. In terms of assets under management, VYM and SCHD, they're both hovering around that $50 billion mark. DGrow still has a way to catch up at $25 billion, but these are all relatively large ETFs, and it's not hard to see why with their track records. In terms of inception date, VYM has been around the longest. It's gonna turn legal next year. I mean, it's gonna be 18 next year, and then Schwab and DGrow are a little bit younger at 13 years and about 10 years. In terms of expense ratio, all of these are a bargain. I mean, absolute steal here. VYM, six basis points. SCHD, six basis points. DGrow, eight basis points. Those are super cheap. That means for less than $10 for every $10,000 invested a year, you get access, you get exposure to all these great companies and don't have to do any work. To set it, forget it, and collect those dividends. I'm gonna go over this next one real quick because I've already made several recent videos on it. One sector that did not have a hot 2023 was healthcare, down 3% as if it was sick, but 2024 might be the band-aid it needs. Healthcare has been one of the most safest sectors out there. Generally, it's a defensive play, but that doesn't mean that it's certainly not profitable. I mean, have you ever looked at a healthcare bill in the US? As the world population continues to age, that's gonna be more demand for medical services and products. People also just tend to live a lot longer these days. There could also potentially be a big boom in weight loss drugs like Ozempic. My favorite healthcare ETF is Vanguard's Healthcare Index Fund ETF, a super low fee ETF. VHT gives exposure to all sectors that have to do with healthcare. I'm talking about 
sectors such as biotechnology, healthcare distribution, healthcare equipment, facilities, services, supplies, technology, even pharmaceuticals. That makes up 28% of the fund. These are all super profitable industries to be in. Over 400 different companies in this fund, you're in good hands. All right, now I think I saved the best for last. Arguably one of the best performing ETFs of the last 10 years has been XLK. The Technology Select Sector SPDR Fund, Spider Fund, which is up 433% in the past decade. That is a mouth-watering juice to the extreme in capital appreciation. That's going to be extreme with an X. That's how extreme it is. This is for investors who want to go all in on big tech. Even ETFs like the Triple Q's, a good portion of that fund, believe it or not, is actually being allocated toward non-tech companies. But this fund is 100% tech. We're talking about technology hardware, software, communications equipment, semiconductors, semiconductor equipment, IT services, electric equipment, instruments, and components. There's 65 different holdings in this fund. This is an old timer. It's been around since 1998. It pays quarterly dividends. It pays quarterly dividends and it has less than a 1% yield. Every day, technology is changing. There's constant disruptions, new innovation, and people are profiting off of it. Are you gonna get left behind? Automation, AI, machine learning, cloud computing, so many ways to make money with tech. Remember, who told you these keys to be successful today? As you hit that like button and check out this video right here to see a stock that's been up 1000% in the last 10 years. I'm beating the stock market and total returns in 2023. I post all my weekly trades on my Patreon. Leave me a comment on your favorite ETFs for 2024. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name, and I will catch you on the next one.